You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Maybe 62. We're not mm. sure. Well, yeah, I did tell everybody that this is the one to watch. And it is in, in a certain It's 11.09 p.m. We're at 1 Overnight Drive Plaza. Yep. And um, a rare occurrence where we meet in the same room. We've had some pizza. We're watching Die Hard. And we just happen to be doing a podcast. Just oh, as this a, guy's a real sleaze. I forgot about this guy. Yeah, Die Hard. Ellis. Ellis. What's his first cocaine. name? Fuck. Oh, yeah, he's like... Hans Booby. Hans Booby. <laughs> Man, I love fucking Die Hard. If y'all are if y'all are watching, if y'all are listening right now, fire up Die Hard. Fire up Die Hard. And, got it. and get that shit rolling. We're at the point now where the little girl answers the phone. So if you, this is like a... Uh, There's somebody who doesn't remember that scene who's like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> like, we're at the point now and then you just named the like the least memorable scene in the entire movie. Oh, we're at the part where, uh, where there's the sun rising. <laughs> oh, oh, Die Hard, remember that time that the girl answered the phone? It's crazy. Crazy movie. Yo, I really want to know where in Hollywood that picture of Bruce Willis with Bonnie Bedelia and the two kids is right now. Someone has. Somewhere in some desk drawer in some office somewhere. I'm going to give a a hefty reward. Andrew and I are made of fucking money. Fuck you. I'm going to give a hefty reward to anyone out in Hollywood who can find that picture for us. I like that you just knocked out Bonnie Bedelia, right? Like, uh, no, like, no having an IMDB, just fucking... Just Bonnie poof, Bedelia, there it is. Reginald Vell Johnson. I've seen this movie so many times. When my dad was a trucker, he um, was gone, which explains, partially explains why I'm so fucked up. Uh, he was gone every day but Saturday. Excellent. For, like, years. 
and he would take me to the uh, Glen Twin movie theater um, up on Route 9 next to Skateland, which we talked about. Oh, that's right. It's <laughs> <laughs> part of the Skateland Entertainment Complex, which also had a go-kart track, which was fucking great. Oh, that girl's ass is nice. This is the airport scene where the girl jumps into a dude's arms. And yeah, her. so if you're watching, we're at the airport. Yeah, we're at the airport right now. And they have, like, obviously, like... No, this is when... We're doing it again where we we pause we're and just talk doing, about the movie. Yeah, we're just <laughs> doing the commentary of the movie. This is why my original plan for episode 60 and then for 61 was I wanted to do like a like a 12-hour like ridiculous marathon podcast where we just watched the entire <laughs> first season of uh, of Get a Life, the uh, the Chris Elliott uh, Fox show from the uh, the early 1990s. I, I even went so far as I found the unaired Get a Life pilot and downloaded it, so we could even start with that. Why can't we do um, that? What, what happened? Because we're not fucking funny when we watch TV. All we're doing is just sitting there being like, and now we're watching <laughs> the scene where there's a bear in the and back. And now seat. here's the scene. No, because if you're, uh, wa- I'm but if you're call. watching, but if you're watching, we're watching Die Hard here, and uh, we is... we fast forward. <laughs> now we're at the point where John McClane puts the drink on the tray for everyone who's who's yeah. following our for uh, fans yeah. of when the little girl answers the phone. This is the part where John McClane bumps into the woman <laughs> with the Sally Jesse Raphael glasses. <laughs> I love how I thought that, and you said that. Perfect. <laughs> you know, let's talk about Sally Jesse Raphael for a minute. Let's. <clears throat> she was a hot number. Was back she? Back in her day. A little. Really? Well, see, I remember. She always looked like a third grade English teacher to me. <laughs> my man, I just remembered. You just jogged my memory. There's Mr. Nakatomi. Um, <clears throat> I remember that. This is so embarrassing. Like what a micromanaging asshole this guy is. He has to know this woman's family. Like, you must be John McClane. You must be John McClane. I've, I've heard so much about you. How you <laughs> fucked over your family. <laughs> your wife gets drunk and talks about you often. Yes, you fucking Holly Gennaro. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's uh, Ellis. Man, he's doing coke on Holly Gennaro's desk. You know. I know. And that's what we were talking. We were talking about how we can't do the Get a Life episode because all we do is sit there and talk about what's on screen, and it's like, not, you know, Sally Jesse Raphael's looking fucking awful. Have you seen her lately? No, she looks melted. It's Holy terrible. shit, dude! It's insane. Her face looks like melted mozzarella. Wow. And on the real tip, I love how cheesy the fucking backdrop looks. And Die Hard, like a multi-million dollar blockbuster, yeah, and they use a painted backdrop. It's actually the set from Entertainment Tonight it really in 1989. <laughs> remember that? Remember, wow. remember when they used to sit home and watch Entertainment Tonight? Yeah, it was so annoying because that when Entertainment Tonight came on, that meant that the syndicated sitcoms were uh, were Done. over. Over. Yeah, no more Mash, no more Cheers, no more. It was just you have to switch to, over yeah. to Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, That's what we did in my oh. household. Oh, we were talking about how my dad... Um, oh, that's right. Your dad was gone. All yeah, right. My dad was gone. Listen, you're, going, you're on a journey with us. Just yeah. bear with us. <clears throat> okay, so we went up to the Glen Twin, which is next to Skateland, which had the go-kart track. And um, <laughs> I remember one time, for some reason... Uh, oh, never mind. I'll not talk about that. It was really... That was actually <laughs> really bad. Um, <clears throat> this is the episode where we don't talk about things. Yeah, no, this is the episode where we don't talk about it. That was really bad on my dad's part. I won't talk about that. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, we'll talk about the fact that he used to bring me to movies that were inappropriate for children. Yeah, I think if you're like a, like a legit father, you have to do that. It's just the way it goes. If I was a dad, I don't know who I was talking to about it yesterday. 
Um, but I was talking about how if I was a dad, if I was a daddy, first of all, horrifying. Second of all, I think I'd be a good dad. Probably. Because I'm I'm zany. I'm a child myself. So I understand. And I would take my kids to see movies like Die Hard all the time. <laughs> but my father talk, took me to see Die Hard. And this is like I was like eight or nine years old. I was cognizant of this movie. Like I remember it vividly. And I think that the R-rated version had a lot more blood in it than yeah. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> and <clears throat> my father also took me to see Scarface and all kinds of other fucking movies. Because this was like his personal space time that he needed from my mother. Which is weird because he has six and a half days of space from my mother. Yeah, you need some time away. I just need some time to spend with the boy. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um... Was that part of the impression, or was that that was, that was live? Both. Perfect. <laughs> Both. My father was no stranger to a case of Carling Black Label. Um, I remember going to the place called The Distributors uh, with my father. And, I love Distributors. And he, he drove an old VW bus, <clears throat> and uh, we'd fill the back with beers and bring me along, which is great. You know, it's interesting. Now that we're talking about this, I actually remember... Near the sh- near your old house on uh, what are like fucking John Henry Boulevard, whatever the John fuck that David. fucking uh, John yep. David Avenue, <laughs> there was a little mini mall, and at one point there was a video store in there years and years ago. I forget what it was called, <laughs> and I actually remember my mother renting this for me and my younger brother. Must have been around the same time because yeah, it was like 1988 or 89. Yeah. So I was yeah, it was like right in that same age bracket. My brother's fucking five years younger than me, so my brother's five. And my mother was so, uh, <clears throat> like, she would, I, I vividly remember her being, only being concerned that there was, like, if there was nudity in it. And the guy <laughs> at the video store was like, no, no, it's, it's all good. Uh, which is a lie. Uh, but only brief. Is there nudity in it? Very, very briefly. We'll see it shortly. Okay. And, um. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and my mother was so, like, <clears throat> just totally out of it. Like, this is after, like, she left my father and, like, moved upstate and, uh. The whole thing was, like, it was just, like, a weird scene where we were, like, living in my aunt and uncle's basement. My aunt and uncle had just gotten married and bought a house, like, three months before. <laughs> like, we're like, hey, we're moving in. Let's, hey, guess what? That's good. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I remember being, like, yeah, eight years old and my mother in a desperate bid to just have two hours of, like, peace and quiet with which to worry about the future. She had me and my little brother watch <laughs> Die Hard alone, unsupervised. It was pretty dope. With which to worry about yeah, the future. Just, she just wanted to sit around the, uh, the kitchen table and just, like... Like, wring her hands and worry. Wow. I was actually thinking today about a point where, uh, a few years before that, when I walked into the kitchen in our house in Bethpage, and my mother and father were sitting around with piles of bills, and they were cutting up credit cards with, uh, <laughs> with scissors, and I remember being able to cut up a credit card and being like, oh, this is so cool, and now looking back on it, be like, oh, that was a wildly dark scene I stumbled into right <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> like, my no parents kidding. are suffering <laughs> under a massive amount of debt, and I'm just a little kid having fun using scissors, doing things I shouldn't. Remember when it's, you'd it's go wild. to a store and if your credit card bounced, they would cut it up for you? Oh, I know. God, why don't they do that anymore? Yeah, that would be... That would just have saved me so many times at Target. I would love to be able to do that at my place. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, do people so nice. Do people charge and... Uh, and they don't have enough money to cover all the time. And then you have to like, you know, oh. accommodation is such a big fucking deal. 
that I have to go and be like, oh, well, it happens all the time here. You know, it's just just one of those things. Don't sweat it. You just have to call your bank. But in the back of my head, no, it doesn't happen here all the time. You're just like a fucking deadbeat weirdo who stole somebody car, somebody's car. Like, I knew it when you walked. <laughs> I do peg the minute the door opened and I fucking smelled your cologne. I knew you weren't for real. Wow. Yeah. This is my life. That was very classist of you, Andrew. Well... I've been called a classist on the internet all week, so uh, <laughs> there you go. Andrew, God, can we talk about that? Can we talk about that for a second? Let's talk about... Let's clear the air. Let's Andrew. talk about this, and let's talk about... Um, the, Class envy. The thing that finally pushed us to the back burner, <clears throat> which is the, uh, the tiger's jaw. Uh, kissing oh, situation that happened somebody, in Brooklyn. Somebody uh, had the gumption to to get get a little drunk and try to kiss somebody. I mean, on this stage. is I, like if I'm playing music and you jump up on stage and try and like touch me or touch my guitar or like interact with me in a way that's like not not like what I'm looking for at that moment. There's an excellent chance I will punch you right in the neck. Right, like, not a problem at all. That's like, what I thought exactly. Won't it's even, like, yeah, won't think twice about it. There's a there's a saying in um, in hip hop called "handle your business." Yeah, a perfect example. My old dog walking boss. <laughs> awesome. Which is just really good. My old dog walking boss. Um, I was sitting at an outdoor cafe in Albany. If you could picture in your mind's eye the bleak scene of sitting at an outdoor cafe, I can with my friend Rachel. And uh, former aficionado member, um, <clears throat> uh, fucking Laura Carosa. Okay. Um, I had gone. F- I decided to go for a walk because I'm I'm a hippie, dippy. I just decided to. My... That, that's hippie behavior is just to walk. <laughs> no, my fucking I, yeah. Like I just went for a walk. I was just gonna go for a walk around the neighborhood just because uh, my apartment was hot and I didn't have anything to do. <clears throat> Sit down with them. Hey, what's going on? My old dog-walking boss walks up to me and says, Man, you really screwed me, screwed me over, man. Nice. Okay. <clears throat> my job... It seems impossible to screw over a dog-walker, am I wrong? Like, unless you lock the door. I don't understand how else you can do this. Well, here we go. My, I was the weekend guy, and my real job had offered me time and a half to work an alumni event, which okay. is $27 an hour. Makes sense. Um... So this guy's like, you screwed me over, man, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, the, the best part was he came with this, like, this is what he said. Did he he's have like, dogs with him? No, he was just oh, alone. really good. But he walked by and started shaking his head. And then my friend Rachel yelled out, why are you shaking your head? Best, right? <laughs> so he comes back. He's like, you screwed me over, man. You screwed me over. And then he says, I know this is probably going to be uncomfortable for you, but I just have to... And I was, I was like, I don't feel uncomfortable at all because this dude weighs about 100 pounds, Excellent. first of all. So I try to talk to him, and he's doing the Bill O'Reilly thing where he just like shouts over me. Oh, yeah, yeah, fucking volume Trump's logic and all things. Right, exactly. Um, I uh, So <laughs> the best part was... I, um, he's like talking to me for a second. I'm trying to explain to him that I'm making $27 an hour to staff an alumni event, AKA fuck off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you should have gone with fuck off, AKA fuck well, off would have been here's uh, the thing. bet. So I, so finally he's just, he's just, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, dude, I don't work for you anymore. Get the fuck out of my face. And Perfect. then he starts, then he starts chirping back and I stand up and move the table out of the way. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I say, get the fuck out of my face, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't work for you anymore. And he runs away. Hey, very nice. Scared. It was the best. Love standing up for myself. Very nice. Really good. And plus, you're a an adult dog walker. Yeah, let's let's not knock too loud on that door. That's a, pretty you psychotic. You own a dog walking business. Um. So yeah. So I guess the the moral of the story is um, lick nuts. Yeah. Next time, Brianna. Next time, someone jumps up on stage to kiss you, you punch them in the mouth. Like that's that's exactly what I'd urge you to do. Brianna, booby. Uh, as they're <laughs> watching Die Hard, I'm gonna say Brianna, uh, booby. Just handle your biz, girl. Yeah, that's yeah. No, just fucking because, uh, punch a dude in the eye, like in all, it perfectly fine to do. Anyone yeah. for future reference, if you happen to catch me in a self defense show and you jump up on stage and you try and touch me, you will be punched in the eye. Yeah. Like I will fucking disconnect like the part of your eye that holds into the socket from the socket, and you'll have to go to the hospital. Yeah, and I will can, not think you think can of still it. Still be twentieth century about some shit. Yeah, like knock knock a motherfucker out. Uh, but that's, I mean, we're, we're talking about the wrong thing here. Like, I, it's, it's whatever. Like, that happened and that sucks. And yeah, for future reference, punch a dude in the mouth. Because that's the only way people learn. Uh, but what we should be talking about is <clears throat> the internet response. Hot cum. And then we'll wrap up the internet response to uh, me and my band talking about uh, whether or not bands should be fairly compensated for uh, <laughs> the their oldest, music. The oldest <clears throat> argument in the book. And yeah, and being... Uh, being called classist by mm-hmm. uh, by nerds. Now I... everyone shut the fuck up. Like it, it <laughs> like that's there's actually nothing else I can say. Everyone shut your stupid fucking mouth. Shut <clears throat> the fuck up. You I am so much more offended by people coming out of the woodwork and looking for a reason to like call a, a desire to to make money off of effort, or not even make money, but be compensated for effort uh, as classist, I would much prefer to talk to, like, a vehement, organized uh, white supremacist. <laughs> Any day of the week, I find that so much less offensive, because when I talk to a white supremacist, I go, oh, that's that's cute, this hick doesn't know any better. Hmm. This hick has a very limited social circle, and he's, you know, things are changing, and it's, it's rough. You fucking moron uh-huh. are much more offensive to me because you obviously know better. Like, you're obviously smart enough to uh, create these logical conclusions, but you're such a fucking weak wimp, like such a sad little fucking puddle, that you actually, you actively refuse these things because you you opt for... Like fake, safe social media outrage to to anything real. <laughs> exactly. I would a hundred percent prefer to speak to a white supremacist than you, you little fucking goblins. Um, so that's about it. That's you know. <laughs> so what spawned this whole thing? Because I, I uh, admittedly missed the beginning. Somebody that. asked uh, why, like why? Essentially, they asked why is it that hardcore bands always play these like these cheap shows, which. You know, reasonable question, something okay. like that. Yeah. I forget the exact wording. And the response was, these stupid goblins will burn every band out. And it's just the nature of it. Right. Like, it's it's just, it's not a sustainable model in any way, shape, or form. Uh, which is part of the appeal to, to goofs. That's just how it goes. Uh, as somebody that plans to play music in some form or another until they die, that's, you know, that doesn't work for me. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's about it. And it, it just... 
it it went from there to ridiculous extremes because little fucking little dorks will uh, will look for any excuse to pull on a uh, like a, a, they they CNN the whole thing. More sure. So, yeah, they yeah I, that's the best way I can describe it. Just to find somebody or something. Yeah, and I mean I know I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to come back like with reasoned responses and be like, "Well, this is the thing. You're no, actually no, acting no. like a Nazi." No, honestly, just shut your fucking mouth. No, because you, you can't approach a reasonable shit. You, you can't approach an unreasonable re- uh, response yeah, no. with a reasonable. I mean, it's just like it's all. Cr- it's you're all crazy. Yeah, and you're all crazy little where... like warped fucking millennials who have zero idea how to live. So you just act shitty. All the time. Yeah, it's a weird situation. <laughs> Get off my fucking lawn. Fuck off. Yeah, like a hundred percent. I know like, it's supposed to be like, oh, ooh, we got under their skin, but like you. The only way you got under my skin is by being the saddest piece of shit. Like that's not a great way to get under somebody's exactly. skin, you know? It's just like fuck. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, Man, but so it's that's, the same. that's been my week. It's, it's that yeah, it's that PC style. It's like, oh, I don't listen to them because they have that one song with the rapey lyrics. I would love it if none of these people listen. Like I'm actually like from now on, I want all our shows to be uh like mid-tier strip club rules. Where yeah. you have to pay like forty bucks to some guy at the door who will straight up <laughs> split your skull. Um, and then there's like ten dollar coat check and like a four drink minimum, yep. and no one has fun. And that's that's what I'd like this to be. For that's like Capital Hideaway. You ever been to Capital Hideaway? Dude? No. Capital Hideaway it used to be called the Lusty, Le- uh, not the Lusty Lady. Fuck, what did it used to be called? It's out- okay, Albany, New York, strip club out in the middle of nowhere in the woods. Right. <laughs> I went there with a former singer of a um, <clears throat> a uh, seminal grindcore band. Okay, much better. Located in the uh, located in the Albany area, <laughs> in the one two two zero six zip. Code. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who could that be? Um, went there. Uh, a couple other people involved. Um, <clears throat> if you go, okay, the Capitol Hideaway is a house in a gravel parking lot. Right, but when you go in, it's ecstasy. Okay, okay. You pay a hundred dollars to go upstairs, but when you go upstairs, it's like Caligula. Anything goes: blowjobs, public blowjobs, fucking anything. But if you stay downstairs, you have to buy a drink and you just stand around. And there's like one woman with like, you know, like had eight kids dancing around. So you pay. To... This sounds like a nightmare. It's fucking... I've been playing a lot of the Hitman video games. It sounds like a stage from Hitman. No, it's fucking wild. I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to spend the hundred dollars. Yeah, think about all the things upstairs. you could spend a hundred. The hundred dollars will get you far in Albany. Shit, hundred bucks will still get you really. My my rent is three eighty. Oh fuck, Andrew, let that sink in for a minute. My rent is three hundred eighty. Yeah, but you know US what? At the same time, because when you put up an ad for a roommate a few days ago, uh, me and Gabri and our friend Glenn were talking about it, and they're like, "Oh, you know, God, rent's so cheap up there. Should we move back?" And I'm like, "No, fucking no, like, no, please like, don't." Want to sit at bombers and be like, "Oh, this sucks again." Yeah, no. Like, this sucked before, and now I'm back, and it still sucks. No, you're on my homeboy, but please don't move back to Albany. It's not happening. No. Move somewhere else where it's cheap. That that might happen. Like Albuquerque. Don't they have a stereo store in Albuquerque you can work for? God damn it. Yep, correct. (laughs) 
Um, well, we've gotten to the point of the movie where the uh, ter- German terrorists... Uh, oh, they, yeah, they did the thing where they shot the guy and the blood hit the window. My yeah. mother thought that was a horrible part. I remember that. I, I like the guy with the long... weird, vivid recollections of watching this movie with my mother. It's bizarre. Honestly, I, I, I love that... Um, not that many people who are listening right now have diehard memories. Yeah. But we do. What's the name of the driver? Um, Argyle. 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 Uh, I really like Hans Gruber. You know, I was when I was a little kid, I was such a weird racist little kid that I just assumed that this other black guy in the terrorist group was the same guy. And it took me a second to understand that they were two separate people because that's how... You didn't assume he was the janitor. Yeah, no. <laughs> Like, oh, cool, he's here to clean the floors. Oh, my no, God. No, because my father was a janitor, so I just assumed all janitors were white. That was, uh, I just assumed all janitors were lazy white will men. Will you name the next self-defense time with 7-inch, all janitors are white? All janitors are white. Letter R, white. R, white. That'd be perfect. <laughs> that, would, that would say, okay, so now they're uh, classist racist we've gotten sexist we've gotten classist i think it's time to work on our uh, our racist angles Can't be too hard. yeah we got misogynist but it's like you'll never be more misogynist than like aerosmith or every time i die no definitely <laughs> like not dudes with like long hair who like fuck scene girls in the back of their bus like I'd you guys are still dorks do a record like <laughs> i'd love to do yeah like records that just like poke at people's weird things like like the misogynist record i would just do you ever see the picture it is my absolute favorite picture on earth every time i see it i laugh out loud of uh, there was a feminist rally i think in brazil <laughs> and a guy took his cock out and just leaned up against the wall and it's a picture of all these women screaming at him and the face he has on looks like he is like in like the throes of ecstasy it's ridiculous <laughs> let me see if i can find the picture it is, is like he standing at attention or is he uh... he's like leaned back <clears throat> against this it's almost like they look like they're in the la river with like these you know sloping sides it is like <laughs> the picture it is actually one of the greatest pictures ever captured. I think it'd be a great record cover, and I'm sure would press a lot of fucking it'd fucking a lot of, read a lot of asses. It'd press a lot of e buttons, a lot of fake <laughs> buttons. This, you know, and and we may be. I mean, I understand and I realize that we put a lot of people on blast, and we make a lot of people uncomfortable with our podcast. But it's because the realness. There you go. <laughs> Oh, that's right. They're cl- <laughs> like the guy's Great face photo. is just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's at least a hundred feminist women. It's so—it's such a good photo. Going it's, after a dude on a roof with a hard on. <laughs> I guess they almost killed this guy too. Like he barely escaped from this. I remember later, but just this picture alone is just. It's so good. Here's it's the set. Really, really good. If anything, our podcast is trying to keep realness at the forefront and i know that sounds weird and i know that sounds corny but at the same time listen this is the part where the the uh, fire trucks turn around <laughs> listen this is when the fire trucks turn around this is when the fire trucks <laughs> well listen we put fucking laura jane laura fucking nancy grace on blast because that shit's obvious fucking profiteering bullshit 
put fucking all you Tumblr fucking Nazis on blast because you need to fucking look in the mirror and get some sunlight. Or just become lawyers already. Just fucking take the goddamn bar and be done with it. Yeah, like, shut up. Shut, shut up. Shut your fucking mouth. Just shut up. <laughs> like, you're, like, I, oh, you know what? You're right. You're, you're a baker at a, you're a fucking, you're an early morning baker at a vegan bakery. You're an like, actual I'm definitely goblin. gonna take you. Like, I'm definitely gonna take you seriously. You're a, a, a legitimate palpable, you are a subhuman. It's amazing that you exist, but you do. This is the hate-filled It's episode. a hate-filled podcast. That's really good. No, because it's it's like this same shit happened. And the thing is, like, you think you're revolutionary and you think you're, like, neat. And you, like, take extra time to sew your patches on to your vest fucking real tight. But, at the, but guess what? Ten fucking twenty fucking years ago, the same motherfucker said the same shit. And you just look stupid. Probably better. And yeah, you, Probably oh, you better. look very dumb. Only, you, oh, only, you look so dumb. Yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah. But at the same time, all you fucking assholes still go home, and you still want to get fucked just as much as anybody else, and you still repress your feelings like a fucking, like a born-again Christian, and you really honestly just need to, like, um, to fucking chill out and be real with yourself. Yeah. And stop fucking dictating everybody's fucking life and what people can say and not say and how much money people make. And uh, you can, like, um, <clears throat> and you can check nuts, as Tupac would say. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's about that. So that's been my week, more or less. It's really uh, good. And it's, it's been entertaining as shit, which is really nice. Like, that's the one thing I will say for this, is, like, I know people got wound up and they were hoping that there'd be some kind of, like, blowback. Like, like a... A banned statement about how we're not classists or something like that. You're not going to get that. Um, <laughs> what you really did it was just you made life like a real fun video game for a couple of days, or it's just like, oh, cool. I get what to, do you mean? It's like I get it's, to say a stupid. I get like say a something that I know will really upset somebody somewhere and watch the reaction. Are you trying to change minds over here? Like, what the fuck? You know, like seriously, like, <clears throat> like what? I mean. I got nothing. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, mean I, got, I got nothing. It's really... Ah, man. It's like, do you fucking... I love... It just baffles me that, like, at some point, people just decided to be the same person only, like, ten years later. Oh, yeah. Like, people decided to, oh, you know, we should start a band that sounds like Chain of Strength. Instead you can only of being... be one of five people now. That's it. That's all it's, you're allowed. Yo, one you of are, five people. It's like playing to all these vignettes and archetypes. It's like, yo, now I have a machine gun. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Alright, that's pretty much what I'm saying, motherfucker. So let's talk about money, then. As long as we're, as long as we're being classist. <clears throat> classist. Uh, we, we had a discussion earlier, and I said to save it for the podcast, because this is shit I've been doing a lot lately. Alright, here's the set. Um, I am about to come into a considerable amount of money. That's dope. Um, uh, as an inheritance. Do not explain why you're just finding out now? This is my favorite part. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I'm just finding out fairly recently because my parents are well aware of the fact that I am uh, manically bipolar and will become hood rich. You'll just straight up blow through. <laughs> I'll blow through. I'll fucking spend 10 grand on a credit card. No sweat. So big ups to my mom and pop for, for knowing that their son is a lunatic. And... Uh, and keeping it real. Well done. Yeah. See, my father would have actually just taken it. Like, my father has a <laughs> long, long history of just assuming everyone else's money is his and just yeah. fucking going for it. Jesus. It's uh, it's pretty dope. Um, so, Andrew, um, you're a man who uh, has done well. 
what should I do with this dough to make it last? All right. Here's uh, here's my... I, this is fun because I just started really fucking around with doing, uh, like, personal finance shit. And it's been uh, really wildly satisfying. Um, do they give you a 401k at uh, work? T-I-A-A CREF, yes. I don't know what the fuck that is, but I it's assume a four oh four oh one K, yeah. They match a certain amount? No. Okay, that sucks. Um at that point, I don't know if it's worth doing a four maybe you should do a four one K, but it's it's not a I also have five grand in a uh New York State teachers uh, New York State uh pension. Okay. So does that is that I is it just sitting there not accruing just any money? Sitting there. Can nothing. you take it out and fucking roll it over? Uh, yeah, I can roll it over into select plans. This is the most boring podcast we've ever done right now. <laughs> all right, this is here's the deal. This well, is, I thought we went from straight hate to talking about finance. All right, this Perfect. is how you too can become a uh, a classist. This is how you too can become a thousand dare. Um, max out your four hundred one k at work to whatever your company matches. It's free money. Just do it. Most places do like four to six percent. Just whatever. It's do it. It's before tax. It's awesome. Um, take another, uh, you know, however much you can spare a month. Drop it into a Roth IRA, and uh, and just keep doing. Set that up so it automatically happens every month. You don't even think about the money. It's just gone, and before it even before you even see it in your check, it's already gone. Um, then uh, yeah, take a little bit left over. Drop it into a taxable account, and uh, I guess go kind of aggressive on that. But whatever. And then uh, save about six months worth of uh, of living expenses, and either throw that into a uh, a high interest savings account, or I actually went crazy, and I took my uh, well part of my uh, my rainy day fund or whatever you want to call it, my safety net fund, and I actually invested it. So it's just like it, I might lose it <laughs> or I might get more. You know, it's time will tell. Um, and that's about it. And just set all this shit and just fucking forget it and don't fuck with it. And when the market goes down, buy more, not less. And just let it happen and just don't fucking touch it for like 30, 40 years. That's it. Great. And that's that's the extent of it right there. Sounds good. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I could also uh, go to Germany and live there for a year. You could. That's true. And then you'd have nothing to show for it, but some funny stories in German, as opposed to. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking about the podcast though. Like that would be pretty good. This is when the dude realizes that John McClane killed his brother. Oh yeah, he's oh, this dude is Fuck flipping. So I like this guy's the Incredible Hulk in this movie. He's he's unkillable. Hans Gruber's talking him down off the ledge. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> well, thank you for that advice, Andrew. I I will take that in consideration. Although I, I've already planned in my mind to get a big TV. I mean, I'm not saying don't do that. Like, you're able to spend some of this. That's the fun part. Yeah. Is you just, you, you take bits and pieces and you throw like it in I there and you just fucking like leave it alone. five, ten grand and do whatever. Yeah. But the rest... I mean, you, I'm not gonna put you on blast as how much you're getting, but yeah, if there's if that means that there's a good amount left over, then yeah, yeah absolutely. Fucking yeah, go nuts. Yeah. It's fucking money. You're supposed to have fun with it. Alright. Essentially, what I do is I I set up my shit so I never think about money. It's awesome. I just did this a few weeks ago, and it's just, it's been great. Wow. Now, my four way four one k comes out right away because it always does. And the benefit of those is it's money that's pre tax, so it's all going to accrue without any taxes taken out. You'll have to pay taxes once at the end when you retire. That's it. Uh, then immediately after the money hits my account, 
uh, a good portion of that goes to uh, my Roth IRA. Mm -hmm. Roth IRAs are post-tax, so you just put your money in there. It works like a 401k, but then when you take the money out, when you retire, you don't have to pay taxes at all. So you already paid for it. So between the two, you make like a fuck ton of money as long as you do this properly. Um, A little less than my Roth IRA also gets pulled out into my taxable account, which is just... Shit I can take out whenever. That's still just being invested. I invest everything pretty aggressively, so I'm sure I'll lose some of it in the next few weeks. It'll be whatever. But if, like, on a long enough timeline, this shit will all work itself out. Even, like, people... If people who had just left their fucking money in in 2008 when everything dropped, right now would have the exact same amount if they... If that had never happened. Like, all you have to do is have patience and just not flip out. It's pretty, uh, pretty easy to do. Sounds great. Um, all my bills get taken out right there, and then that's it. So anytime I see money in my account, I know it's 100% cool to spend. Like, I don't, I don't have to worry about anything. There's no wow, that's auto-budgeting. Everything's done. All my goals are already being funded and whatnot. And if I just see, if I see anything in my account, I'll, I will buy the most ridiculous shit because it makes no what difference <clears throat> to make. It's just money to fucking fuck around with. What was your last purchase, Classes? My last purchase classes. I don't like your ba- last major purchase. My last major purchase. Um, a sex swing. Sex swing, yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> uh, I got us one of those air conditioners you can use with your iPhone. It's pretty dope. Wow, they make those in uh, Skynet today. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're, gro- they're, they're great. I, uh, I like it a lot. You should have a show on uh, like talk radio. It's a great idea. Andrew, the You know what's guy. actually sick is I... I get on the train in the mornings and I put on my earphones and I every now and then will listen to a personal finance podcast. Oh my god! Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> I've yeah. never had control of my money ever before, so it's interesting to do. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. I know. I remember when I I remember one time I saw you at the mall putting paying your Sprint bill in cash. Yeah, that was uh, yes, correct. That was me at some point. The reverse ATM at the Sprint store. Yes, I remember that. That was great. I was like, man, that Andrew, man, maybe I should pass the hat for him. Yeah. Like <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's, it's going well for and him. And now look at him. He's, he's, he's big. He's live. He's making it happen in New York, which isn't easy. No, I'm actually, I'm way better off financially than I, uh, I was in Albany. Well, because New York City keeps you honest because everything costs twice as much. Yeah. And you run out of money real quick. And uh, I might meet my... Uh, New York City ex-girlfriend tomorrow. No way. Yeah. When are you supposed to do that? Later. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And we've talked about a, a rendezvous. Oh, fucking awesome. All right. That, really. That's after the podcast. Not that's really great. at all. <laughs> no. I uh, I was like, yo, we should hang out tomorrow. And she's like, yeah, I can meet you for coffee. And I was like. Uh, I, was, right. I, was, I was. Okay. Coffee it is. Uh, Maybe coffee's code. No, coffee's definitely not coffee. No, coffee's coffee. No, coffee's not even coffee. That's just something you say to be nice. Coffee. I mean, for coffee. Coffee's like, I'm actually really busy texts. Yeah, I'm going to shore it up with a... Uh... <laughs> now, that when you look, now that you're looking for... Uh... Okay. Another awkward pause. <laughs> Another awkward edit. That was, twas, uh, that was the 15-minute pause. There. So, all right, so where are we in Die Hard now? Just so people understand okay, how so long Okay, so here's the story. Um, the real cop showed up, not... Fucking living single or whoever the fuck Reginald Val Johnson. Mm-hmm. What was he in Family Matters? Family Matters. Family Matters. Okay. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Principal Vernon from Principal uh, the Breakfast Vernon Club is showing up. up. And uh, he's like, uh, yeah, 
You don't know what you're a black guy. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So two weeks, Reginald Vell Johnson. For two weeks, I gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. I'm making the sound. It's the part where the SWAT team gets bit by the thorns. All right, you perfect, know that they're perfect. Soft batches, all of them. And this is the part where the dude who looks like Ben of the Jetterkitas comes up. <laughs> And it's got the clips. He's got four clips. For There's, the, uh, what's his name? Uh, fuck, why can't I think of his name? Not Eddie Money. Why Charles, was, Charles Napier. I, I wish That's, it was Charles Napier. I know. Charles Napier would, would have been perfect for this movie, and he was still alive. Yep. That's what the dude, yeah, and he grabs the Hershey bar. He's like, fuck That's it. That's right. Yeah, he's, you're already doing crime. It's combat. You're already doing crime. Argyle's, like, looking for a way out. He realizes that shit's popping off, but Argyle's, like, can't get out. Stuck in. Stuck um, so, anyway. all right, so we were just about to talk about um, ah. an experience you had. Well, here's the deal. Um, <sighs> hung out with a friend of the podcast, Justin Kiss, who's been dodging us left and right. Yeah, seriously. Um, dork. Went to a bad... Justin and I have this dynamic where we like to go to bad shows. I've noticed this. We love it. I don't know why. We're gluttons for punishment. I like to look at punk girls. He dresses he wears like uh he looks like the singer from XTC <laughs> and which is fine he's he's very good look for him and uh um you know I'm so distracted by Die Hard um he uh so we go there and I look at punk girls he dresses up and we don't talk to anybody we don't when we leave after 45 minutes that's our night then I drop him off but it's <laughs> kind of a dope night though dope night but I had to park far away because I live in a part of town that fills up very quickly, parking space-wise. So I parked near a bar called Susie's. Excellent. All right. Cool. And I'm like... Are we on our Albany tour? I almost, I almost go by, and then I'm like, you know what? Because I have, like, probably shouldn't have been driving. I have a couple couple of brewskis. And uh, I'm like, fuck it. I'll go inside. Right? See people I know. I immediately pound three Miller Miller beers. Excellent. Get pretty drunk. And you I also st- don't need to park. You live close enough to there. You don't need to park your car. I know. Let's also call it what it is. You're, you're actually, your walk from the bar <laughs> to your car is almost the same walk as from the bar to your house. I know. But Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so I walk in and uh, start dancing, drinking. I hate Susie's, but for some reason I loved it that night. Whoa. And then I see this uh, um, <clears throat> this lesbian girl, and I have like a soft spot for lesbians. Like, I like, okay, so you identified her as a lesbian straight away. Yes, absolutely, hundred okay. percent. And I start hitting on her relentlessly <laughs> to the point where I'm like, I only live down the street. Wow, all right. I'm the worst drunk person maybe ever. I only live down the send in the car. This is the part where they're sending in the car. <laughs> Which is cool. It's like a cool. I wish I had a car like that. It'd be great. Um, so, God. So I start hitting on, hitting on, hitting on. Flash forward to the. God, I'm such a. I'm so lame. Flash forward to the. A couple of days ago, there was a Bootsy Collins concert at Empire State Plaza. Free to the public. Yeah, that's the only place that Bootsy Collins can play where people still give a fuck is yeah. uh, is small municipalities like Albany for free. like free fucking five p.m. concerts on a Friday. Bootsy did have a good quip though. He's like, "Y'all look like like a bunch of people who didn't have to pay shit for this concert." Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I see her out of the corner of my mind's eye. See her the same girl, dressed the same way. Okay. She's with a gaggle of other girls. Hang on a second. Is that Vigo from Ghostbusters 2 right now? It is. Holy shit. It totally is. Okay, interesting. All right, anyway, sorry, go ahead. She's with a gaggle of other girls, other chicken heads, okay? And they're all looking at me. Excellent. And she's telling, she's testifying, telling the story of the time that a creep, a creepy old guy, hit on her relentlessly. And I can see the avarice in their eyes, the anger, the fear in their eyes, and they... They're looking at me like like I'm some kind of asshole. Why can't they just be cool? I right. I mean, it's not not awesome what I did. I mean, I didn't do. <laughs> but here's the thing: I didn't do anything. I simply sung the praises of a young, good-looking girl. Sung just her. Interacted. I sung her praises. It's not like he jumped up on a stage and kissed her. <laughs> it's not like I, uh, you know, chided her for not making enough money. No, maybe you should have. Maybe that would have been a <laughs> Maybe I should have. Uh, I, yeah, it's not like I jumped up on stage and, and gave her a, uh, a quick smooch. Just to say, hey, I just called to say I love you. And I don't um, think you make enough money. <laughs> I got, after, yeah, it's like I got so worked up. Oh, man. Which so are, what are people freaking out about? I mean, other than what we talked about earlier, we talked about the, 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 like the tiger's jaw thing, which people were freaking out about. Um, let's see, what do we got going on? I'm a little, I'm a little slow on Facebook tonight. I will I'm, say I'm, that um, while during our pause, I was tindering, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of hookers on Tinder in New York. Is that right? Holy moly! Like, like honest to god, hookers. G- or you it just, says you just GFE to... $120. Wow, girlfriend there you experience. Go. I was like, fuck. If I, if I felt good about spending 120 bucks on a hooker. I'm well, with my uh, with my financial acumen that I've uh, I passed you along, know, maybe it'll make sense. Here's the story. Maybe I'll just go over to the Netherlands and and seek that girl that I slept with there five years ago. I'm sure she's still around. Ah, I know, but that's a hard life. Though. That is a hard life, no doubt. I'm sure she's not as supple as she was. I honestly, I don't see anybody freaking out about anything super major, which is weird. I mean, that always means that I'm missing something gigantic. Um, there's a uh, war brewing. Yeah, there's on, a war brewing. There's a war brewing on on Tumblr. No, oh, I thought you meant the real band. war. No, no, I mean that's just worse. But it's cool because Barack Obama went. 80s on us and is sending in the special forces. That is pretty dope. So good. Send in the Delta Force, motherfucker. I just like that the whole thing was caused by... For people who don't pay attention to the news, which is usually me, but I find this pretty interesting. Uh, when the U.S. won in Iraq, essentially, when they when they won like the stated war, yeah. uh, Saddam's Republican Guard were like, alright, well, cool, you win. You know, what can we do? You know, we live here. You know, what can we yeah. do to, like, make shit work? And uh, the, you know, the coalition forces were like, well, you you can go and fuck yourself is what you can do. You yeah. know, we're going to have this guy who ran a bakery beforehand uh, be a cop now. Terrible. So all these dudes who were in uh, in these, like, intense militia groups and whatnot from uh, from the old days have nothing to do. So, of course, they've started, like, a mercenary army that's, like, sweeping across ISIS. the nation. It's, like, ridiculous. ISIS don't play. They're, like, from a movie. I, I was actually... Crazy. I was watching some of the highlights of their uh, their stuff. It is uh, it is pretty wild in there. They'll just come up on you. They actually do, like, drive-by shooting. Yeah. It's it's, uh, it's pretty pretty out there. Pretty neat, actually. 
<laughs> you want to join ISIS? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, actually, right. I'm gonna. Uh, this is the. We just got a lot of hits in the podcast. They're yeah. all from Washington. Yeah, it's weird. This is an announcement for uh, like a lot of listeners of Virginia this week. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Someone's at the door. Hang on. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of. Uh, uh, this is my announcement. I'm going to go go to Iraq and join ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, not the terrorist group. The band. Oh, that's cool. I, I'm gonna go and join the ISIS from uh, from that cartoon that people like. <laughs> Great. Um, people are freaking out about which was the... Wow, oh, this is, makes me... My fucking head hurt. People are freaking out about which was the better band. Because the new Braid song came out. And it was a stinker. Right? So the people are like... Braid songs were stinkers. Oh, they're... It was, it's, this is like the worst Braid song. Like, they're like, you know, why don't we just write the worst Braid song just to get it out of the way? Everyone who owns a Braid record, hold your hand onto a hot oven. Yeah. Like we wrote, we wrote the song "Do You Like Coffee," which was considered widely considered the worst braid song. But then we wrote this other one, which is equally as bad. And now there's a Tumblr war brewing about whether which was the better band, Hey Mercedes or Braid. Jesus Christ, that's not real. <laughs> yeah, and I, I say to you, um, you should uh, wait until payday. I gotta get off the internet. Um, and then get your, you know fucking $210 or whatever you make a week. Um, fucking lowly. Fucking, and uh, go to Walmart and buy a shotgun. And buy some shells. I See, I would actually just fill it with rock salt. <laughs> fill it with rock salt and uh, shoot yourself in the fucking eyeball. <laughs> How about that? I need to get off the internet. What a fucking colossal time waster. It's... You know how amazing the internet seems a couple years ago? Yes. It seemed like it was really going to change things and everything was going to be good. All it's done is make the dumbest people the loudest. It's incredibly... The only thing it's equalized is the volume for people who can't read seven coherent sentences. Do you remember that television program, The Equalizer? No. That was a good show. My father used to watch that. I, like, I'm... I, I, I need to get off the internet. It's like... It's fucking insane. You people are all insane. Um, Actually, no, you people aren't all insane. You people are all severe disappointments in every way. <laughs> it's actually astounding. This like, is... I'm like the weird surrogate father for every fucking moron who believes in chemtrails. Oh, my God. It's unfucking believable GMO food is okay. Like, I... I chemtrails what? aren't real. Let's just be real. What country can I move to where they still make something and they still produce something? Like, I don't know. Like, is there a place where I can have some kind of national pride? I've never had it before. I don't think it doesn't sound fun. The United States, uh, as we started this country on on a strong industrial base, we have now switched to a feelings-based economy. Yeah, like, you know, uh, (laughs) do you ever watch The Matrix? Yes. And, uh, what the fuck is his name? The guy, uh, Francis from the Goonies. Uh, he, like, he turns traitor, and he starts to work for the machines, and he fucking fucks them all up while they're in, while they're in the Matrix, and he starts pulling their plugs and whatnot. <laughs> I get that, dude. Yeah. I actually think most of America should be harvested for batteries. <laughs> like, I actually think that's a much better use of these people's time than to fall, be in the internet. Do I fall into that category, Andrew? Would I don't you know. We're gonna have to give you a battery? test later on. You're gonna have to pass an IQ test to not become a human battery. I, like, I've actually said for years... Oh, the, oh, ooh, I'm sure this people will love this shit. <laughs> I think that when you go to jail, you should be sentenced to kilowatt hours. 
Oh my because God, you're going to work about out that. anyway. I've thought about that a ton. Yeah, so get this dude on a treadmill, and he can just run for fucking 30 days straight, and then and get out early. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, if, you're if right. you've reposted a thing lately that says something, 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 the reaction is amazing, you should just be a battery. <laughs> like, that should you should just be a, a source of minerals and nutrients for uh, anybody else. For the 70 people on the planet that are intelligent fucking people. God almighty, I've really had it. Like, yeah, you, <laughs> this has you, been a pretty uh, dark episode no, here. that's good. This is the dark episode. Well, let's get right into the conspiracy barn then. Let's, uh... Uh... Bu- 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 Breaking Attorney General Eric Holder going to jail. No, he's not. <laughs> Scientist photographs a soul leaving the body. No, he hasn't. Um... Strange artifacts reveal history of human origins is wrong by a long shot. That's probably true. Chemtrails are real. No, they're not. Uh, no, they're not. GMO foods are bad for you. Actually, they're drought resistant. I, hey, I, I fucking, I don't know. Like, I don't know because I'm not a scientist and I don't claim to be a fucking scientist. Here's I have no idea whether there's they're bad no, for you or not. There's no scientific evidence that has proven that GMO foods are bad for you. Plus, they are drought resistant and are, and over seventy percent of the world's food is now GMO food. So there guess what? Who cares? Uh, Angel saves man who is crushed by 10,000 pound truck axle fall. No, that didn't happen. Um, I've actually, I, I, I've gone away from full conspiracies here to, to straight up like ghost stories on some of these things. It's pretty, uh, pretty ridiculous. Uh, God, there's, I, I haven't been on here in a while. This is, uh, what you are not being told about the invasion of America. I'm sure that's a great read. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's, let's see what the invasion of America has got going on. Oh, my internet is so slow. You know, I went on. I, I called Time Warner, mm. and I had like a little little mini hissy fit about the fact that our bill went up five bucks and they didn't tell us. And so our bill has just been like we've been auto paying late for like six months, and all of a sudden now we've got like an extra hundred bucks in a bill that we uh, were never told about. Uh, and they they apologized, and they gave me a year of lower billing, and they bumped me up to a faster service because I know how to negotiate this shit. But it doesn't. I don't feel like my internet's any faster. I have to call them and say I need to get on the next tier mm. because this just isn't working. Ah, uh, they're trying to get me to watch some fucking video. Ah, uh, forget it. All right. Well, that was. I guess we'll have to learn about the invasion of America a little later on. Okay. Um, yeah, I, that's, that's the, uh, that's conspiracy barn for this week. It's a lot of, a lot of horse shit that you fucking uneducated, stupid dickheads would probably believe. <laughs> Straight hate. Yeah, oh, God, I, I'm so disappointed in all of you. It's just incredible. How about some Tumblr questions, Andrew? How about some Tumblr questions? <laughs> See if you can disappoint me further. How tall are you, Hans or Andrew? <sighs> Fucking, I hate you. I hate you so much. For some reason, I assumed Hans was over six feet, and Andrew was probably five nine or so. But you look small in that picture, Hans, and Andrew looks taller. Oh shit! So, I am like five nine. Uh, okay, I am five eleven. Interesting. What so, was going on there? I think we were. I was. I had my lean on. And you that were... picture really fucked me up. Holy shit! Did it really? Wow, dude. <laughs> that I, is. That st- was. I, that that might have been my heaviest at that point. I think two thousand like eight or so yeah, was pretty rough. Big. But I was. Uh, I was keeping it real in 
New York, and I had long hair. Can yep. you imagine that? My long hair rule. Was this our last tour together? Uh, 2008, or do we have another one? Yeah, it was the last one. That was it. Wow, yeah. So th- this could have been the last tour photo. Yeah, that was it. That was that was that. the tour with uh, Nick Workle on bass. Got oh, Nick great Workle, tour. who just turned 30. Wow, interesting. That must Sorry, have been a wild ladies. He's 30. And he was, like, tight about it. Shocker. I was like, how old are you now, man? And he's like, I'm 30. And I was like, whoa. I was like, all <laughs> oh, the, dude. I was like, all those lines in your face getting clear, man. There we go. And he was, like, <laughs> visibly shaken by it. So. Oh, I love when you push that guy's butt. Oh, he's really so easy did. to fucking push No, he's buttons. so vain. He probably thinks this song's about him, man. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Have you ever listened to Every Time I Die's podcast? It's Fuck like no. yours, but you guys did it first. You should do a collab. Thoughts on Every Time I Die. No. I have, like, Fuck no. no. Any band that's Never. blop, 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 and die, or die, blop, 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 I have no interest if in. If they want to like, fucking hand over a thousand bucks, definitely. I don't I mean, I don't even know who they are. I have, I have no idea. Every Time I Die. Are they on the same label we're on? I don't know. No. They're I fucking... I don't know. Uh, do you think great. babies are born with bad breath? They ain't got no teeth to brush, but man, that bacteria must build up in their mouths over nine months. Are you high? <laughs> um, that's a bad question. Yeah, I don't know. I maybe I should have skipped this one. I don't know. Um, kind of nerve wracking too. Um, I, I think everyone has bad breath. I think it's fucking gross, and you shouldn't talk. I started using uh, the mouthwash plaques. Oh, I remember Plax. Yeah, yeah Plax yeah. was a, was was some big shit. It's crazy because I have punk teeth, which is well documented, and it cleaned all the plaque off my teeth. And then I got whitened at the dentist, and I'm like, I have the nicest teeth I've ever had in nice. my life. It's really nice. Um, or I mean, and ever since I stopped drinking diet soda, are you still on that? Right, still on that. Nice. I. Uh, my shit's not brown anymore, which is That's great. really good. Really good. Um, if you had to punch the singer of My Chemical Romance or Billy Joe from Green Day, who would you choose and why? Uh, I don't know. I, again, you're the like, same person. They're the same questions. thing to me. I, or, I, they're, they're both the exact same person to me. Um, Like, don't they both wear eyeliner and, like, bad black ties with black shirts? Yeah. So, fucking, who both cares? My, like, both minor millionaires who pretend to care. I don't think the guy from My Chemical Romance is a millionaire. Might have been for, like, two weeks. Um, Billy Joe, definitely a millionaire. <clears throat> this is the part where Hans Gruber pretends to be, like, a scared American dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Um, I don't know. That's a bad question. Um, yo, Hans, loving the new Facebook profile picture. Looking good. That's a lie. Question for Andrew. Good place for buying glasses. I like the brow line style you wear. They look stylish and timeless. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks. An avid fan. P.S. Any word on the menswear blog? Um, I bought these on eBay. I uh, was... I've had them for... A long time. God, yeah. It's gotta be... That like picture. 2004, I think that I bought them. That picture I posted. You're wearing those glasses. Yeah. Um... The uh, I, I bought them on eBay. I didn't win the auction. I didn't pay for them, and I didn't submit my address to anything, and they showed up anyway. Wow. Uh, so yeah, so I'm just gonna wear them until it's they fall off be. my face. Yeah, that yeah. was just one of those uh, one of those interesting things. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I don't really know. I think they're originals. I think they came from some spot in Japan. All right. Uh. So yeah, look on eBay. Um. No word in the menswear blog right now. I've uh, kind of reshifted my priorities to. Uh, 
getting my financial shit in order, which I, I think I've more or less done at this point, so I can start to look at doing other things again. All right. Um, but, yeah, I haven't really made much progress at all. Um, <clears throat> who would yeah. you fuck between Queen Maxima of Holland or Princess Mary of Denmark? Well, shit. I guess well, we're going to yeah. have to Google these people. going to have to look them up. I'll take uh, Princess Mary. All right. All right. <laughs> Queen Maxima. Do, 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 do. Princess Mary. Well, she's married. Yeah, right? We'd have to fight a prince. I don't know. Queen Maxima is just some blonde woman. Um, I got her over here. I don't know. I'm. She just looks like a person that I see whoa, when I go to the coffee place. Princess Mary of Denmark has got that work. She's looking real good. Is that right? Ah, uh, yeah. Hold on. Let me let me close in. She's like mom hot, forty five, fifty maybe. All right. Um, <clears throat> I guess I live in Denmark, but she has a kid was, and shit. I don't. Know, I fuck? work for a Danish company, so I guess that would get me. Uh, that would earn me some dividends, maybe. You work for a Danish company, yeah. Or, or maybe it would really upset them, which I would also do. So either way, yeah, that's just as a social experiment. I think I would. Uh, I'd pick uh, Princess Mary of Denmark. Yo, you'll never get a hold of Sean Patrick Duty if you continue to sabotage yourselves with your recording now Facebook posts. That's probably true. You know Duty sees that shit. That's why he never picks up your calls anymore. Well, yeah, Andrew. I think we should let everybody know about the sad news. Oh yeah, we 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 happen to talk <clears throat> to Sean Duty today. We talked to Sean Duty today. Uh part of our responsibility for being uh in one overnight drive plaza is to invite the goodmen along. Um, unfortunately, and you might want to be sitting down for this. <clears throat> Shadudi is bowed out of the podcast forever. I know, I know. You'll get over it. Um, first he, he leaves, leaves the band. And then he leaves the podcast. Is Shadudi withdrawing into a shell of his former self? Are you asking me? Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, so I'm sorry. I was looking at the iPad, but yeah, I thought the, the assumed global answer to that was absolutely yes. no question. Um, yeah, well, you know, it's it's a shame because everybody loves Goodman, but uh, he's done. Dunzo. Checked out. Checked out forever. Um, somebody says that I should play Death Wish Fest. Go for it. I, I well, I'll just show up. Just show my... up, and be like, "What is this? Not cool?" What? <laughs> well, how do you think that would go over? Andrew? I would love to find out. <laughs> be like, let me play a song, man. Come on, let me jam out. I'll play bass. Uh, what's your guy's favorite Neil Young record? Mm -hmm. If I was really going to be an uptight, yeah, uh, like I'm trying to think if I like if I really had to leave like a, a Desert Island record, be God, uh, they're all kind of a rough scene. They're all pretty good. Yeah, I would um, actually, I would maybe take Decade just because I have things like covered for yeah. good records. But then that's also a cop out answer. Yeah, and, but yeah. Decade has that that uh, really really good version of Expecting the Fly. What about Live Rust? You, you kind of get a <sighs> yeah, sedan delivery, really or, good. Could could I do uh, like side A Live Rust and be Rust never sleeps. That covers most most all the good stuff. How about you get that really good version of the loner? See, and if I say trans, I'm like total pretentious. Yeah, cocksucker. yeah. That's why I'm not saying tonight's the night. Yeah, it's like a fucking dork thing to say. God, 
I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a piece of shit and say harvest because you know that's gonna that's gonna chap someone's ass. I like that. Yeah, I even <laughs> probably chaps my ass a little bit. I mean that that one sounds the best. Fuck it. Yeah, that's true. You can hear you can hear the, the drummer's bracelets. It's recorded so well. Very very good stuff. Um, uh, oh god, I'm not hating, but Andrew looks legit terrified in that picture. Yeah, we're in a Walmart in Ohio. I was yeah. actually terrified. Yeah, I look, I look loose and close. That's probably mm-hmm. the best I've ever looked. I have nice long hair. <laughs> I got the long hair. I'm wearing my Z-Rock shirt. I'm wearing that jacket I always used to wear. That shit's tight, tight and right. Let's see. Um, oh, this is fun, Andrew. What did you find appealing about recording bands? It's a time-consuming pain in the ass for a group of dickheads' fulfillment. I think the joy is 50% I'm proud of this and 50% thank fuck this is finished. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Uh, I would actually, by the end, I would say... I, 2080. Like, by the end, I just want these people out of my uh, out of my studio so I can relax a little bit. Um, I, I take a lot of joy in recording things really well. Or I used to, anyway. Yeah. Um... So that yeah, that was the appeal was being able to just record things really well. Like I really like sound and I like the way sounds interact and I just I find it very intriguing. Uh, and if I could do it without having to interact with bands, I probably would. But that's kind of tough because then I'm, you're doing like EDM shit and that's not fun. <laughs> uh, like I, yeah. I find nothing about EDM or hip hop or anything appealing because there's no like real sound to it. It's just like some shit that's played over and over again. Uh, yeah, like, I, I find the interaction of actual acoustic sounds to be very interesting. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That's why I don't do it anymore. It's a fucking, it's an annoying job that's, like, thankless and bullshit. I and I would like to know your opinions on Mark Knopfler. I I, I don't know. It's all right. Um, go do yourself a favor and go on Spotify, right? And look up the Dire Straits song, So Far Away. Like, I've never thought about this before. I've never considered Mark Knopfler before. I mean, it's okay. Like, I, I like some of that shit. He plays with his fingers, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, he's a, he's a disciple of Chet Atkins. But yeah, that's all right. Taught by Chet Atkins. Have you ever considered farming out the editing? Yeah, but I'm also really particular. I'd have to make like a yeah. list of things to edit well, uh, out. I think that's like shitting on your editing, dude. Yeah, there's a whole laundry list of shit I have to edit out from you. Right? I just sit there and I make notes as we podcast about oh, things I need God to cut damn. later. So yeah, that's that's the hard part of editing is I've got. Uh, it's good because I have very particular. Um, I'll probably edit out this shit too. That's great. <laughs> and we've also gone. The podcast has been almost the entire length of the movie Die Hard. Yeah, we're actually doing pretty good here. This yeah. is all right now. We're at the point where uh, John McClane, John McClane's feet are all cut up, and the cop car is sideways, and everything. This is just, the part where he gets mess. really, really tight. When I wake up hungover, I go to the store, get a Red Baron pizza, and listen to the drive. Yeah, that's it. So somebody gets it. Finally, Thank you. somebody Thank gets you. it. You know, I'm our not disappointed <laughs> in you. Our target audience. Yeah, right I am there. not Thank disappointed you. in this man one bit, or woman, what, whoever you know, or I, Nancy Grace, if whatever you're, a you're woman, into. If you're a woman. You're like my dream girl. <laughs> because that's the type of shit that drives women crazy and makes them want to break up with me is the fact that some days, some Sundays, I just want to say, okay, ta-ta, and I want to go by myself to Price Chopper and get a Red Baron. And get a Red Baron and just chill the yeah, F out. I'm just like, it's like 1130, and I'm like, ta-ta, ta-ta, let's, you know, come Been on. Been real. Yeah, well, I've, oh, where'd you park your car last night? Like, I bring that shit up. Like, oh, I think you parked in like a sketchy spot. Yeah, you should probably move your Could car. take a look. 
You should probably direct your car in the direction of your apartment uptown. Just saying. So you assume you assume everyone lives uptown and you live downtown? That's it? That's it. Uptown's going downtown tonight. Right. You about that? Um, can, can you tailor order your fitted plain white crew neck t-shirts to your measurements? Is that something I normally do? I've got a disproportionately, disproportionately shaped body and would love to have a plain crew neck t-shirt that actually looks decent on me. Um... I think you can do that yourself. I think you just sew up the sides. <laughs> that's it. You just you get a t-shirt that's maybe a little bit big or whatever that fits you in the shoulders, and you just sew up the sides to fit. These questions that's are it. amazing. You guys yeah, are we, we've really, got some real good ones here. You guys are really coming through on the questiones. Really good. How tall are you? That was my favorite question <laughs> of the night. It's like, what was, there was one that really like that threw me for a loop. Our I'm questions are like pretty intense. I realize that our questions are like all bad date questions. Yeah, I feel What's like everyone's got a bad color? date with us. How tall are you? I've only ever seen you when you're sitting down. <laughs> Take off your hat. I want to see your hair. <laughs> I want to make sure you have hair. I want to make sure you have hair. What's, the color? What's your real hair color? All what? right. It's- it's twelve forty-five. You want to kill this? Yeah, can we kill <laughs> like this? Maybe. Yeah, we've we've got at least half an hour of silence on here. I have to edit out. We've got a lot of uh, a lot of bullshit to edit out. We've yeah. watched most of Die Hard. They're in the vault right now. They're finding all this cool shit. It's like uh, some guy's attic. Uh, you'd think vault would be full of money, but it's just full of like neat shit. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think this is this has been episode drive episode drive. <laughs> I'm not even drunk. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Episode Overnight drive. drive episode sixty one. The one to watch. Yeah, the, uh, we'll the, say this is sixty one. If it turns into sixty two, then you'll understand. But yeah. I think it's sixty one right now. All right. Um, but yeah, stay tuned for sixty two, which should be the one to watch. Yeah, and number this one six... might actually be uh, the one to watch. We've number got, 62... uh, got some guests lined up. <laughs> number sixty two is going to be the one to watch. Um, yeah. You have anything you want to plug? Um, well, no. Actually, no. I'm Perfect. good this week. I'm good this week. I want to plug taking a ZZ Quill and fucking going the fuck to bed. Can we take ZZ Quill? We, had, we had a couple drinks, though. 100%. I'm, I'm taking one. Okay, so if we both die in our sleep... It's all good. Gabriel wakes up to two dead men in her apartment. All right, we'll be back next week with 62. These guys, uh... <laughs> Your yeah. homework assignment for this week is to go on Tumblr and not be a fucking dork. Yeah, that's that? all. The, it's actually all that's being asked of you is to go on Tumblr and not be a fucking dork. Keep that's it, it. Keep it live. Be happy and uh, stop talking about braid and uh, <laughs> and like people being classist. Because you know what? As much as being classist is like you know a weird trip for people who are actually classist, class envy is a fucking really bad look. That's yeah, that's actually I didn't even talk about that and now it's a little late too, but it's just like that all that really did was yeah. shine this intense like yeah. awkward light on people's really fucked up relationship with money. Yeah, suddenly everybody <laughs> really became weird. like suddenly everybody became like an assembly line worker who yeah. can't get ahead and no matter how hard they try and it's like you know, you ride a you have like a thousand dollar fucking bike and you work at a vegan bakery and shut the fuck up. Just yeah, shut the fuck up. That's are you two homework assignments this week? Yeah, you can you can move at will. You can move back into your folks in Connecticut, and that's not that's that's and you're immediately plunged into their fucking class because they worked at a fucking college. Perfect. Insurance company. Perfect. Honestly, unless you're eating sawdust sandwiches, like don't fucking talk to me about class. Fuck off. <laughs> 
All right, we'll see you next week if anyone's still listening. Let's uh, cue the music. Yeah.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.